Hi everyone, this is Kelly Cassian and today I'm going to talk to you guys about another life experience that I had when I was a kid. And this one is um, home invasion. I hope the video is okay, the light is okay, since today I'm doing my bed, you know, I was too lazy to be in the desk. So I decided to be more comfortable, so... Um, so yeah, so let's start. So when I was a kid, my mother used to enjoy in investing her money in properties. Basically, she used to buy houses in different places and farms, right? And since we used to live in Rio downtown, busy, busy, busy place, she used to buy houses where things was more relaxed, not many people and, you know, and of course where her friends used to live or family members so her sister-in-law used to live in the farm and they were very 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 poor basically they live in the farms to caring to care of this property and farm for some rich people and in exchange they allowed them to live in the house right that's some i don't know how it works in us in canada but in brazil they have that kind of deal, like rich people have like a big land and they build like two houses and one like far, far away from their main house, beautiful home and this little simple house, little excluded, where the people that work, doing work and take care of the, their house will live there and would be for free. And they'll pay a little bit of money for you to do that, but not as much because they give you a place to live, right? And as long you take care of the land and the house, like basically the woman, you know, the wife would take care of the house inside and the husband would take care of the farm outside, you know, cutting the grass and, you know, put the water in the plants, plants, vegetables and fruits, you know, because in Brazil farms are like that. They plant fruits and vegetables. So anyways, so that was how my aunt used to live. And since she uh, left her home uh, when she was 14 years old to be with this guy. And the story is um, my aunt, you know, used to love black men. And my grandfather was very racist. He did not like black people, you know, and when she was 14, she fell in love with this black guy and my grandfather said, you know what, you will not be my daughter if you, you know, be dating this black man and blah, 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 blah. So, and that going on in the family, my aunt left her hometown to run away with this guy, this black man, to marry him. And that end up into, they have no money, you know, um, and they found this farm and they have a place to live. And in there, from the love story, they have four children, but my aunt never spoke to her family ever again. And this is another story, but I think my grandfather died without even spoke to her one word. That's how it was. You know, I know it's sad, 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 sad. And I remember when I was a kid, I used to tell my grandfather to don't be that way. And, you know, but um, to the point that he did change 
his mind because he was older already very old and he said yeah if she come talk to me i would like to talk to my daughter but i guess my aunt for so many years holding that you know that hard feelings is just cut them off completely and even if she knew it that he would open arms for her again he would she would not even contact them and we did try me and my mom would try a lot but nothing but anyways this was the little story of my aunt um you know but yeah so she used to live in the farm and she had four children two boys and two girls and uh every friday around like four or five o'clock me and my mom used to go to visit them and we used to spend the weekend there you know and that was the kids that i had to play since i was very busy during the week doing all my dancing studying acting singing and all that so in the weekend i had that break and relax and it was super fun because you know i have the animals the dogs and and I used to love animals. I still do, but I mean, when I was a kid, I always wanted to have a pet. And my mother was always against me to have a pet. I have to sneak things out or make lots, lots, lots of drama for my mother allowed me to have a bird or um, I think I have a chicken. I did have a chicken. I have uh, a dog for uh, a week. And then I have to return it. I have a cat for a week and then I have to return it. I have a turtle. So, I mean, I have a small little pets that she allowed me to have certain time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a certain type of animals. So I was very limited. So the farm had that freedom of all the animals. And, and I always amazed. And I suffer a little bit of discrimination from my cousins like i said um my aunt married a black man and she has uh, black, black kids you know and there were races against me about uh, against my color you know and something that my mother never raised me that way to be it but since i was never a complainer for my mom so i just keep inside but they used to put a lot of nicknames on me call me nobody like just milk everybody like chocolate and milk or coffee and you are tasteless you are you know your color is ugly um you know you you don't tan you burn oh so, was well, so many things they were so mean to me i mean not all of them but uh two of them was very mean to me but still i was a little happy that at least having another kid to play with it and you know, that's I, I, I did care, you know, um, so I tried to just ignore it and forgive that and don't care as much. So, yeah, so since we used to go all the time to the farm and um, my mom decided to buy a farm, right? And she, she was well known around where my aunt lived neighborhood that my mother used to have money. We are family with money, right? So it was a farm to for sale and my mother said, you know what? So I'm going to buy this farm. It's pretty close to yours. And, um, you know, we don't need to stay in your house anymore. And we have our own place, right? So, so my mother buy this farm and the house was really in bad, bad, bad shape. 
and it was only one house. So basically she has to buy and make another house if she wanted to have somebody to look after, right? But in the beginning, my aunt and my uncle was looking after the house when my mother bought it, right? So it was easy that one for, for a while. So I remember slowly my mother started buying some furniture, you know, beds, so we could be a little bit comfortable to the construction construction start, you know, uh, being, you know, um, in process. And um, I remember one night, I never forget. Um, and that day, I think I was, yeah, I was nine years old. And my aunt uh, and her husband, her kids came and that day and we have dinner together and my mother was, you know, um, chatting with her in the kitchen and me and the kids. And, and by the way, the farm did not have electricity. So no electricity, no washroom. So washroom was outside. Electricity was candles. That's all you got. So <laughs> was, uh, it was, it, 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 was not just our house. The farms around over there was no electricity. So it was re really like the beginning of the generation of, you know, living very simple, simple life. You know, that's how it was. And trust me, that part I didn't like, especially no having washroom. That was the worst part for me. But anyways... So me and my cousins was in the in the bedrooms and of course they are bullying me, speaking mean things to me, and I was just laying down in the bed and sadly I think it was around like ten o'clock, something like and since don't have no electricity, no in the street, no anywhere, it's pinch black. So all we have is the candle inside light up. If you watch watch from the window, you would see nothing. It was all black. So you can imagine that, you know. If you're in trouble, how will you get help? And there was no cell phone in that time, so please, how? You know, you would escape anything like that. So, so I was, you know, in, in, in the bedroom, and my mother bought it only queen beds, and she put in the bedrooms, and then I was in this bedroom, and with my cousins laid down around, and I was just, you know, and we start, we hear... Sounds like somebody take, you know, those uh, scraper, like, um, you know, when you clean the lawn, you have those with teas. I don't know how you call that in English, you know, scraper or something like that. Um, like you rake the, the lawn. And sounds like somebody was doing that all around the house, like going around. And was saying like, knock, knock. Anybody here and start doing that and suddenly my mother just from the kitchen run to the bedroom and told us For us don't make a sound And I start like panic Right because I was like what the heck is that? And I don't know if you guys know from my previous video that I made I did already saw somebody get killed in my front so Things in my mind was already like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. You know, I was so scared. So this guy, you know, was basically was like two because I could hear two noises. And they were going around the house. 
Enakta, open the door. We need money. Give me your money, you know. And saying things like don't make sense. And then they start just banging, banging, you know. And, you know, my my aunt's boyfriend, my mom's boyfriend, that time she has a boyfriend, want to go outside. Like, <laughs> you know, like, who the hell is this, you know. And then when they're about to go outside and my aunt and my mom was begging them to don't go. You don't know what they have. They have a knife or something. And they are like, we have a knife too, you know. And then we hear just a shooting, like shooting in, in the air, you know. And then my mom again ran into the bedroom and told us to hide under the bed, you know, stay under the bed. And uh, I was so shaking, but so shaking, so scared, like million things was going through my mind. And I started just praying, please, 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 God, make these people go away. And then the guys continue to talk, you know, and since it's, the doors and everything was wood, but old wood, you know, not in good shape. You know, any mosquito would come in the house, you know, and since in Brazil we have lots of mosquito and deadly mosquito. And so used to have like a cracks in the windows, you know. And I could imagine them picking through the window, right? So my 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 cousin just started saying, mom, you know, yelling. So the guy outside, like, I know you guys are there. I know I can see you guys. And then say, I know who's the owner of this house. I know you have money. I need your money. I'm going to kill everybody in there, you know. So then my, you know, my, my mom starts saying, please, please, we have children in the house. Leave us alone. You know, I'll give whatever you want, but. Even if I could give you anything, I don't have anything on me right now. So nothing you can get from me right now. And you know, we don't. There is nothing close by. So what's what you want right now? Since I cannot give you anything right now, you know, please have a mercy. You know, um, don't do this. You know, and then the guy just stay quiet, like you know, for a while. And then he started like banging at the door, banging so hard. So my uncle and my mom's boyfriend was holding the wood door that was in, like I say, not in good shape, you know. And um, so they start saying, stop doing that, you know. My uncle and, and my mom's boyfriend start saying, stop, stop doing that, you know. You're scaring the kids, you know. And then... Um, I start crying and I cry, I cry, 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 you know, and um, I just get out under the bed and I went on top of the bed and I remember to have my, my covers, you know, covered to my head to the toe and was just silence after that, you know, and I just stay there in that position, that sleeping position and I fall asleep. That's all I could remember. I, I fall asleep. And when I wake up in the next morning, I feel something wet, you know, in my waist, in my legs. And, you know, I, I tried to get up because I really need to go pee. And I was thinking, 
I think I put my pants, you know, and I was so embarrassed because my cousins was there too. Everybody slept there, you know, I, everybody was scared and my aunt didn't even want to go home that day, you know. And I was so embarrassed and so embarrassed. And then I started calling my mom, you know, mom, mom. And my mom was awake. It looked like she don't sleep all night long, you know. Her and my aunt don't sleep nothing, her boyfriend, husband. And my mom came in the bed. She said, you okay? You okay? And I said, mom, I really need to go pee. And I think I pee my pants. Like I say, very quiet, you know. And my mom, come, just wrap it up, you know, in the, in the blanket. And then, um, so I pick it up. And when I get up off the bed, my mother look at the sheets. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, what, mom? And I look behind me. Was it blood? Blood everywhere you know and i'm very delicate of seeing blood like i said again with this you know this thing that I, I went through when i was a kid six years old i saw somebody get killed i had this trauma that if i see blood i feel dizzy and to the point that i pass out and I just sit backwards and I was so dizzy and my mom, oh my God, oh my God, and started yelling and call my aunt. And I just remember my mom wrapped me in the blanket. She don't even clean me up. I was all blood all over the place and she just wrapped me in the blanket. And like I said, it was a farm, guys, and buses would walk, I mean, bus would go through that that in the main road and was like 20 min 20 30 minutes walking to the main road where the buses only come every two three hours and if you want to go in the like not the farm road where there's taxes you know taxes and it was not very often that means that you would have to walk like almost two hours whereas you know, the main, main big road for every, you know, uh, place you, you could go. Um, anyways, I don't know how to explain. But anyways, it was like two hours walking. And I know that because we used to do that walking when the buses, we missed the buses to come inside of the, the road of farms. And we have to walk those two hours. And it was horrible. So, anyways, my mom's boyfriend wrapped me in the blanket and my aunt's too, and uh, they got me a new blanket. And he was carrying me, my mom's boyfriend was carrying me in the arms, and we, they were walking to that road. And then they checked the time and they say, the bus only coming in one hour. So, my mother said, anybody do you, do, that you know have a car, you know? So, my aunt said, oh, um... Uh, 30 minutes from this farm have a, a guy have a truck maybe he can help you know so that's what he did my aunt's uh, husband went over there and asked this guy to come and pick me up because we cannot wait long and I was very 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 weak uh, I was very confused so um, yeah so he came this nice guy came and they drove me um, to the hospital so the closest hospital was and when I get in that hospital, you know, my mother come with me and, she, you know, so they, they wash me, you know, they, they wash, the, the hospital have a shower and everything. And they ask, you know, my mom to wash me off and this and that. And they give me pads. So the doctor said, 
uh, that she had appeared before and my mom say no and he say so was her first time so it came and my mom but why so much and the doctor said um, sometimes when you have or stress the blood come too much or just don't come at all right and don't be surprised that um, would no come for a while now because you know um, do you went through something or she gets scared of something or you know what to explain and my mother explained exactly what happened in that night you know and uh, the doctor so that's what it is you know and all you can do now is uh, you know take her home um, make sure her legs is up a, a little and leave her in bed you know and let her relax and you know this is all about you know stress and her body reacting of it so yeah so in that day i remember my mom um, stopped thinking a little bit about that farm you know we went home to to rio uh, we still live in an apartment building and we came home and my mother you know put me in bed and i stay i think for a few days in bed and my blood like my period did not come back two hours 13 years old you know so came when i was nine then went away when i was 13 then come back um so anyway so in the end my mother did not want to come back to the farm anymore she get very very scared and since the guy mentioned when he was talking over there that he knew it that we have money and all that so my mother was afraid that if we come back there would you know they, you they'll probably kill us and my mother believed that uh, nothing happened they don't invade complete the house in that day because was God God you know save us from that and that's what she believed that's what I believe too you know and my mom sold to sell the farm and uh, we still go after two months or so we went back to visit my aunt but basically in this two months she used to come and see us um our apartment was not that big to fit everybody you know in our apartment but my mother always make fit so she would stay for a day or two and come back home uh when i was feeling better and you know we forget a little bit what happened so then we start going to my aunt's farm to the point that you know we feel a little bit safe but still well we are very 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 scared even going to stay in my aunt's house because you know who did this know exactly who we are and what they want you know so that concerned my mom you know but uh, when we are kids sometimes we um we forget we don't have as much fear as adults because adults have more responsibility more concern like i said my mother had me and she was afraid of you know and what happened that day caused me some damage you know and that's why i mean you know i get some type of trauma you know my body react to that and my mother gets scared with that you know since when i born i always was very very sick very often very delicate and my mother always was concerned about that but yeah so my mom sold the farm and um then my dream of having any pets i want in the farm was gone <laughs> you know but at least we are alive you know we you you know um we save so that's a matters you know but yeah that was my 
it's not a home invasion because they don't get inside, but they terrorize us from the outside. You know, luckily they don't break in since it was so easy to them break in, you know. Um, and like I say, it was two guys because I could hear two voices, but God knows, you know. And I'm pretty sure if they are so tough or, you know, something like that, or they are really, really a criminal, I think they would break in and kill us and, you know. But when my mother was talking to him and make him to realize that even if you come inside, nothing can give to you. I have no money on me. I have nothing on, me, you know. Okay, you could kidnap me for a while and, you know, and wait to go to the bank and stuff like that. But you're going to kill everybody to take, you know. So, I mean, my mother make him think about it. What are you doing? And basically, we don't see your face. So... You're still good. Like, you know, there's nothing but gonna proceed against you. So just leave us alone, you know. And I, I, I hope and I think that's what he think through it and, you know, okay, let's go. Or maybe, you know what, I'll get you next time. But this next time my mother never give the opportunity. So that's, you know, that was the chance my mother have to, to, you know, talk and tell him, you know, to leave us alone. So, yeah, but I know that um, there's lots of cases that, um, you know, people don't have that same, you know, chance of being safe and live again because, um, you know, in, even in Brazil, I, I, I know some other cases that, uh, you know, somebody break into the house and for with no mercy they just just shoot like sometimes they don't even take anything it's just the minutes that just want to kill somebody or do something bad about it or just steal what dvd a little tv or something like it's that is not worth it the life that you took it you know but i don't know i can't think what going through the head of those people but um, sometimes our life depends in those criminals' hands. And that's why in that moment I was so scared because basically he could kill us if he wanted to because we could nothing we could do, right? Since we hear that he has a gun and he shoot outside, so we knew that we are nothing nothing we could do to to protect so all my mother could do is just using her words trying to convince him and and make him realize that was a mistake or have had some compassion some certain of compassion and there's other things that um i think that especially this bulliness things that i see in the school and uh, change a little bit the subject but sometimes Maybe words sometimes can help, you know. Um, I don't know cannot help everybody, but there's a cases that my mom's friend was getting robbed and um, she started talking to this criminal and suddenly the criminal let her go and make him realize that, you know, uh, he don't want to do that, in, you know, to her. And I guess some words sometimes is powerful. Maybe you do can change your faith 
if you try, you have nothing to lose, right? The guy have a gun, the guy want to rob you or invade your house, you have nothing to lose, then you try something. I can be forced, depends the situation that you are, or can be verbal, you know? And for us, in that case, my mother worked her charm of talking and put some sense. And she was not angry or tell him name to make him angry. It just was in the begging mood, like, have compassion, we have children, you know, please, just think about it. And, you know, put some sense, and that get into his head to the point that he let it go. He let us live, you know, and I'm very grateful for that. And um, so you guys maybe learned something that uh, if you ever, I hope not, in some situations, dangerous situations, something like that, maybe. Don't panic. Think. What is your best getaway? And if you calculate it, <laughs> you know, because it's not worth it, you panic, right? Like you say, like I say, I was panicked. You know, I, okay, I was a kid and stuff like that. But when you panic, your brain don't think, don't function. It's like, okay, whatever happened, happened, but I need to try to do something about it, you know? And then, you know, think about something and quick, you know? And that's what happened with my mom. My mom always, she was so smart. I always admire her. She, she's so damn lucky because there's lots of situations that, um, I'm alive because my mom and uh, we get robbed many times in the buses and this and that and I don't know what my mom have but I know that nothing bad gonna happen because I'm with my mom I always feel safe with her like you know like I said she always was my star because um you know and I learned a lot with her I, I learned like I said in many situations in my life I learned to be calm and act, you know, and think to escape that situation. And and I get away so many times, like, you know, because I fall my mom's lead. It's no worse than panicking because <laughs> you only can make things worse. That's what it is. But yeah, so that was my experience when I was nine years old. It was a little embarrassing dangerous scary but um you know if you like the story you know please and my youtube channel that i'm gonna put this video put your thumbs up and subscribe for the channel if you like my videos and i'm gonna put this audio in the broadcast kelly cassian so if you like you know download and you can be updated every time i put a new video okay and thanks for you guys' support. And thanks for all you guys' emails and, you know, letters. I love all the stories. And I'm trying to catch up and read everybody's email. But for now, thank you so much, okay? Love you guys. Bye.